0: My name is Tom. My name is Big Will, a.k.a. Uncle
1: Buck.
2: My name is Justin. And uh, how you guys doing?
1: <laughs> I'm good, man. Good to hear from you guys, man. I don't hear human voices all the time nowadays. Miss you. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's looking forward to resuming somewhat of a normal
0: life, but uh, yeah, doing the podcast thing with with the friends in the room is much better
1: than this. Yeah, well, thank God for uh, you and your uh, your marvelous toys, uh, Tom, and all the all the... <laughs> All the technology you provided me with uh, to to do this setup here, man, looks like I I feel like I got that uh, like Johnny Five in my room or something. This thing is staring at me. This Zoom recorder you got. Me. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, Will, I, I forgot to tell you, you can't
0: turn
2: it off. It's always listening. Uh, oh boy. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the future now. Yeah, I, well, it's gonna it's gonna hear some odd conversations between me and this cat I've been taking care of. But that's all good.
2: Dude, the frog and then the cat. How's your cat yeah. doing?
1: As you guys see, there's no human voices. Cat's doing good. He's gaining weight. Uh, he's becoming less like a scared feral cat and more like a spoiled house cat, which is a good oh, thing, yeah. you know. He's in retirement. You know, this is, a, this is a cat that's been living feral, fighting raccoons for his life for, for like 13 years. And um, we're, we're giving him a, another shot. He's He's been forced into retirement uh, in a cozy little cardboard box with uh, an old sweatshirt. Uh, There as a cushion, so he's good, man. We got the case of nine. I stocked up on nine lives. Uh, Shout to Family Dollar. Family Dollar coming in real handy for me during this crisis uh, situation. So uh, yeah, so that's how we're doing over here, man. Uh, How you guys doing though?
0: Uh, Man, I I don't know. I just got nothing to report. I'm doing okay. Like I can't can't complain, but I don't know. Did I mention this last time how I uh, that the the rod in my closet fell? and I just had clothes laying there forever because I can't go to the store to buy a new rod. No. no, I, I didn't hear that. Oh, well, now you're hearing it, and let's put it this way. It's been annoying because I have an exposed mm. closet, so I'm just looking at a pile of shit on the floor for the last week. And, Yikes. Uh, it's Yikes. That's not very exciting, so I'm going to stop
2: talking about it. That's the yeah. downside to too many heavy metal shirts. It's just too heavy for a closet. Oh, Dude, so many I'm hoodies. Down.
1: Still wet from the beer of St. Vitus. I'm gonna make a video about folding clothes for you guys. There's a there's a great video where raekwon folds T-shirts uh, excellently. woo Wear was a clothing brand back in the day. Um, but I, I'm sorry for your your closet situation. Um, you know you gotta get some baskets or maybe a few cardboard boxes. I wish I didn't use this cardboard box for the cat. I would have sanitized it and <laughs> left it. You know on your driveway. Justin, how are you doing, though, man? How is how's this? Whole, now, all this talk about the closet, is your bathroom intact? Is everything okay? Everything is flowing smoothly over
2: here. Uh, all the plumbing is okay. really sticking together. Paint's on the wall still. Uh, yeah, really can't complain. Just just hung up a, a book of jokes next to the toilet, actually. So, you okay. know, when you're sitting there and you're bored, you know, maybe you put your phone down a little bit and laugh uh, on the toilet. helps the movements, allegedly.
1: Yeah, say um, but, the same muscle groups are vital to laughing right. and uh, defecating. I I, I I understand.
2: Yeah, see, you know, yeah.
1: I have I have a couple semesters of college under my belt. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh,
2: the week, yeah, the weekend was good. You know, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Uh, it's always one of my favorites. So what? I sit and I watch.
1: I watch the pro wrestling. You did. Now, I, I, how did that go down in this current uh, you know state of the world right now? What was going on with WrestleMania? I didn't catch it. Yeah, so they did it in a small venue. Uh, I guess that they 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 train out
2: of down in Florida. Uh, okay. I mean, even though there's really no rules down in Florida right now, but uh, they, it was an empty arena, and they just kind of played to the crowd, uh, played to the camera, not the crowd. Mm. But I will right. say, they they did have a pre-tape match where the Undertaker uh, wrestled in a graveyard, and that was probably one of the best things I've seen in a long time.
1: All right, all right, all right. I actually, now you know it's funny you, you brought that up because. I have been, you know, in the house a lot lately like everybody. Something I watched uh The Heroes of WCC uh, W uh documentary. Have is that you ever seen that? World class ch- world class championship wrestling. There's like a, it's almost 3 hours this documentary wow. that's out there. It's the the footage is very grainy, it's a little rough. It's it's kind of a, you know, home produced uh documentary, but it's so thorough. Uh, you know, it'll bring a tear to the eye—the Von Eriks and all that whole thing. But it, go, it explains the whole, uh, the whole legacy of WCCW. Man, really, really interesting documentary. I just watched that myself. Yeah,
2: uh, I will check that out. I know we were talking a little bit about uh dark side of the ring.
1: That's what brought me there. Yeah, that's man. what brought me there. Yeah, that's uh, some good. That's some good shit, as as Vinnie Mac would say. Yeah, I you know, shout out to Dan Olivencia, friend of the show, uh, Ping 2 episode. We'll have him back again. He t- he, he convinced me to check out the, the dark side of the ring, and I went down that wormhole and uh, lost like half a day of my life to that already. So um, I'm, you know, trying to keep it metal and everything. But, you know, it's funny because, uh, you know, you talked about the joke book before. We're talking pro wrestling where there's that carnival atmosphere. And in heavy metal, you also get that sometimes, man. And people stir things up a lot. Uh, and it, it reminds me of the young man that we're gonna uh, get on the line tonight, uh, Jim Forrester from Extreme Metal Memes. Demand extreme posting. It's it's a Facebook page where they share memes, right? Yeah, we're gonna be going into some dark territory, I suppose. I I, I guess it's all supposed to be fun and games, but but I guess this guy he they, they're stirring up a little bit of um a trouble. You know, they're hating, they're trolling. I do what. I want to get to the bottom line on this because. We talked to Scott from Stomp Records. We talked about memes, um, how, you know the bit like the band Ground from New Jersey or uh Suugabog. He didn't think I remembered how to pronounce it. You know, these bands are using <laughs> memes now. It's the younger generation that's you know they're catching the, the, It's something I, I don't get totally. Um, but this guy man, I, you know, I feel like he's a good kid, but I want to talk to him and see where his head's at because he, he's recommending really good music to people and trying to catch people under really good music. Some of his shit makes me laugh. But then he's he's seriously hating on uh, upstanding members of the death metal community. Get ready to be pissed off, Will. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to know this meme a little bit. And, uh, uh, let's see. Let's see like what what's going on in this guy's head. Get this kid on the phone, Tom. I, I, let's let's get let's get to the bottom of this shit. All right, let's dial him up. Hello. Hey, Jim. Yo, Will. (laughs) How you doing, man? Yeah, it's Will from uh, Heavy Hole Podcast. And and, uh, uh, Tom uh, is on the line. Hey, what's up, Jim? What's up, Tom? And so is Justin.
3: Hey, Jim. What's up, Justin?
1: So it's Jim Forrester, right?
3: Yeah, Jim Forrester.
1: Forrester. Thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate your time, man. Uh, How you doing with everything? Everything going okay with the current situation?
3: No, I'm doing fine.
1: Okay, so I know you uh, as the guy who's making these extreme metal memes demand extreme posting uh, posts. Is there any background? Are, are you, do you have a band or anything like that um, besides this or you know, an, anything of that nature?
3: Um, not currently. I was writing music with um, some buddies, but then they formed uh, a black metal band called Sylvan Throne and Goat If uh, anyone wants to check them out, but, so our, our project's kind of postponed for now, but we were doing some kind of like slam gore grind type of thing. Okay, and uh, how, how old are you, if you don't mind my asking? <laughs> I just turned 22 in February. And what's,
1: what's your, how do you get into metal?
3: Um, my first memory of getting into metal, it was around 2007, 2008. And around that time, there was the Guitar Hero and Rock Band explosion, so, like, the mm-hmm. musical instrument games. And then from there, because that, that was the hugest thing at the time, if you can remember back yeah. then. The songs on there, I was in the Aerosmith, got into Metallica, you know, Judas Priest, all of them. So that was kind of my gateway.
1: Okay, and, and you eventually discover underground death metal.
3: Yeah, so from, you know, Metallica and all them bands, I got into... Cannibal Corpse Obituary and then around 2015 I went to the um, Mayhem Fest to see King Diamond and Slayer and then I saw Cognitive which was a a local Jersey band Ah. I live in Philadelphia
1: okay okay
3: I saw um, Cognitive shout out to Jarrell
1: Oh boy, yeah, shout, yeah, definitely. Shout, big shout out to Jarrell, uh, former vocalist of Cognitive, and and of course Rob Wharton. Uh, we did a whole episode with Rob. Yeah, shout shout to Rob, um, Master Troll himself, uh, in a lot of ways.
3: So um, from there, I, I they were because they opened. They were the first band. It was awesome. Like five others, we were the only ones uh, there that early to see them, mm-hmm. and. It just blew me away. I was like, "Damn, fucking Diamond. <laughs> I be allegedly,
1: allegedly,
3: yeah, allegedly. allegedly. No, nah, I mean, I All still right. loved love him, <laughs> but I was a I'm man. Del- and then from right. from there, I got into you know Putrid Pile and Bomber, Blood Duster, Broken Hope.
1: Okay, so he just mainlined right into the '90s, the brutal stuff. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Well, because, well, that's where I'm going with this, man, because, you know, your meme page, um, uh, you know, like I said, we did a little intro, man, you know, I, I, sometimes I laugh at it, uh, but but let's let's get down to it, man, sometimes uh, you're hating on upstanding members of the death metal community, is that fair to say?
3: Um, hating is, I don't know if you would call it hating, though, it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek, so to say. Okay. To, to try to explain it the best way I can. So, you are obviously familiar with the Mortician meme page.
1: Yes. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show before, yeah.
3: What they what those guys tend to do is they'll post a picture of like a wrestler beating another wrestler and the one who's beating him up is has like a Mortician logo stamp over him. And he's just beating up, like, uh, a popular band, so to say.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Kind of like a poser thing. So that's that's the majority. So it's not so much hating just to hate for the hell of it. It's more so of it's popular, and I'm trying to showcase more older underground stuff as opposed (laughs) to the newer stuff.
1: Yeah, and I've seen that with some of your like your United Guttural bands that you're pushing and things like that. Yeah. Which, which is what listeners might realize is what struck a chord with me if you're familiar with the show. Um, you know, your, your flesh grind, regurgitation, that stuff. But, um, all right, so just before we recorded this interview, uh, we had this interview booked, you, you unveiled, is this your first time uh, venturing into merchandise? <laughs> yeah. The t shirt uh, right. That's and it's and I'll I'll let you describe it.
3: So to explain that, I'll have to explain the whole entire story of why that of why that shirt's made.
1: Okay. Uh, well, I would love to hear it. Can I just preface it by saying, uh, the views and uh, opinions expressed by you do not necessarily, or of any guest, do not necessarily re- represent that of the Heavy Hole team. And anybody who's mentioned in this episode, we would invite them. To share their version of events on our platform—is that fair, Jim?
3: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Okay, so so proceed because I'd love to know because um, because you know these are people who I've met personally and who I know personally in some instances. So I'd love to know where it's coming from if it's not hate and if it is if it's something that maybe I just don't understand by my by my generation or something. So go ahead, man.
3: <laughs> I've met a lot of them too, actually, surprisingly. Okay, so. Um so the band in question is obviously full of hell. Yeah,
1: you know, there's no yes. question about yes.
3: that. But Big shout out to them. <laughs> it's, it's it's not just full of hell, it's you know, power trip, Gate creeper, code orange, Bane, um Shout, now, out, to all the, yeah, shout out to all those bands. And really all it is is they're just like the the hottest bands out right now. Like um I do it to Blood incantation too. Um, so it's, it's really just, um, the popular ones, you know,
2: um... You, got, you gotta punch up, you know?
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, you know, know the ones that popular. And all that I'm trying to do is really just kind of, like I said, you know, showcase all the older, like, underground, newer bands as opposed to them. Because so I feel like they're already getting enough traction. Mm-hmm. The thing with the one in particular, the, the big one, Full of Hell... Is every everyone just loves it? Like I don't know. Like when uh when you have something
1: hot, you just kind of have to roll with it. There was a personal situation, or you there was a, a story that, that 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 this originates from with them though.
3: I saw them live in Philly, I think in 2017, 2018, and I, I I talked, I was talking to Dylan Walker, the singer, for a little bit, and the only thing that really happened was I asked if he could, if he had like a second to talk, and he was like. No, I have some noise cassettes I need to sell. I, I don't really think anything of it, but <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. And then two years later, I'm, I'm bashing them and getting attention for it.
0: When, when you're putting material out there, whether it's like super underground shit or you know, you're trying to achieve some kind of status like Black Dahlia murder or whatever it is, you're, you're putting yourself out there to be criticized in any way. So, like, oh, for sure. when I see shit like this, which is obviously just fucking around, it's just like, this is... If you started making heavy hole memes, I would kind of think it was funny, you know? Like <laughs> I mean,
3: it, to me, it's like, who cares? But then, to a lot of the uh, the general metal fans, they just love it. Like, they, they get heated in the con- I don't Because you said, you know, I get criticized. It doesn't matter if I'm, I'm liked or disliked. The only thing that matters is my view push. Like, if I'm getting likes and comments and shares... I'm blowing up no matter what. Like people can hate me all they want, but as long as I'm stirring the pot and creating content for people to argue with, just like you know, fight over whatever, that's all that matters to me for my page to grow. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but an, uh, a similar situation has been um, the new metal band Trapped. They're they're um, causing a bunch of heat, and all these uh, metalcore and death metal bands are just. Rioting with them and traps blowing up all over the all over Facebook this <laughs> week.
1: Wow, so you think so? That was then now that was by design, is what you're implying. And something that you uh said in our messages before this interview was that you wanted to talk about marketing and promotion and how it relates to memes. Does that kind of tie in with, with trapped? Yeah,
3: oh, for sure.
0: So, uh, I'm sorry, could you just reiterate what the shit is with Trapped? Because I remember that band from when I was like 11 or 12.
3: Exactly what I'm talking about. They, they have one hit wonder from 2001, and they're the it's most called, popular was, thing on Facebook this week. It was called Headstrong.
2: It was called Headstrong. Let's just pay respects. Yeah,
3: you, you know the Headstrong. Head yeah strong, you know that song. Yeah, you take you on.
1: Yeah, I, I know the song very well. Yeah. Take Everyone. on anyone. Yeah,
3: that's, 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 you just proved my point. Because a band with one hit wonder that you haven't heard from since 2001 is blowing up on Facebook right now,
1: and they got everybody. Yeah, well, they they actually got some of Power Power Trip actually took the bait, and you know those guys got got heat with Power. Yeah, so I mean, no one was talking about Trap, but a lot of people were talking about Power Trip. So I kind of see your point with that.
3: That's what. Yep, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you're liked or disliked as long as you're in conversation.
1: Wow, that's kind of the same principle as um, pro wrestling heels. Am I right, Justin?
3: That, that's, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. And that's another thing I try to do with my page. I try to have like a Monday Night War thing. I'm trying to, you know, stack my ideas and my criticism and, and my band roster on my page against, you know, the popular stuff, you know, the stuff I always bash, you know, the Fool of Hells, the Black Dahlias.
2: I mean there's a lot listen, there's a lot of people that call uh. a lot of people that call pro wrestling fake and now it's seeping into our everyday lives with these heels and, and whatnot. And uh, and now you know it's not that fake anymore when you're getting all hot about some terrible Photoshop.
3: Well, <laughs> the thing about wrestling, it's all backstage politics. If you if you're an actual wrestling fan. See, for me I love wrestling, I know. Yeah. I know a lot about the business. Well, that's it's
2: a cover. It's about it's about working a crowd it's about
3: yeah exactly it's about exactly. the story it's the you perfect tell. words for it exactly yeah.
1: wow you know uh jim just before we called you Justin and i were talking about how he just watched uh the most recent wrestlemania and i watched uh, a big documentary on uh wccw the uh you know that the, the von eric's
3: yeah that's that's way before my time <laughs> be-
1: before mine even, I just watched this documentary and it kind of blew my mind. Um, but s- so, l- well, let's let's go along then with the full health thing to be. So you had a very short exchange with the guy at a show two years ago, and now you're shitting on him. Um, another person who I say that's the reason why.
3: Then you can say that.
1: <laughs> well, no, I, no, I'm not. I want you to. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. I'm. I'm trying to understand this here. So, 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 what what is the reason why?
3: Mainly, like I said, mainly just a, they're just a hot popular band, and everyone <laughs> you know, a lot of casuals are into them who aren't metal fans. Like a lot of like the converge guys, like um, hardcore kids, people just discovering metal when they came from the hardcore scene. That's mm-hmm. that's I feel is the majority of the average full of hell fan. Mm-hmm. That's what makes them pop. Okay, where do you think
1: those numbers come from, man?
3: Interesting.
1: I, yeah well that's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah that that's that's the that's the average of any popular bands. You know that's what makes you popular. A lot of people like popular bands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going I'm just going to st- I'm just going to st- go out there and
3: say that. At least in the Philly scene there's five of them wearing a tie-dye full of health shirt. They're the the most popular shirt to wear when I I just saw saying we bog uh in March. That was the hottest thing. Yeah,
0: no they're blowing the fuck up. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we're going to see a lot of memes on your page about them.
3: <laughs> um, I mean, if it if, as as like I said, as long as the as long as it's getting popular on my page, because I mean that's all the talk. I just roll with it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't when, see
3: why when, not, man. Like when the when the yeah, I mean when the when I start posting about them, it doesn't get as much uh, traffic, is the term for it, like popularity. Then I just move on to other stuff. I'm not going to try to beat it into the water.
0: Like, what else would you be doing it for? Just to make people laugh and all that shit, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. This idea of making fun of people always, like, it kind of goes out the window with the way the internet is with comedy now.
1: Who are the people that do care that uh, don't take this the right way? Mm. Like like bands that you've kind of called out?
3: Bands that I've called out? Uh, I remember the one... Um, the one that did not like what I did at all it was um the singer of Abnormality, that girl
1: <laughs> Mal- Malika
3: Malika, yeah I posted like a rapper and it was just like it was like, all, all it was like it was like, sup Malika and oh uh, fucking, her, her boyfriend was calling me out and shit, it was like what's so funny man but uh, you know they're they're obviously older. They don't understand.
0: Yeah, it's it's um, it's not like you take a light jab like that. It's not necessarily making fun of someone. It's just taking an opportunity
3: to laugh. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a fucking it's like a fucking rapper, and he looks goofy, and he has like red. His hair looks like Cheetos mm-hmm. and shit. All
1: right, I, I'm I feel very old and uh, out of touch right now with all of this. Um, by the way, shout out to Abnormality and uh, Malika. Um,
3: no, great band. I love, I love Abnormality. So I, I so. don't. I don't take it
1: You know how they say, like, explain <clears throat> this like I'm five.
3: Come again.
1: Like, like there's an expression, like, explain it like I'm five. You gotta explain this like I'm forty-five. Cause <laughs> I don't. Cause to me, it looks like you're trying to start some sort of beef with all these people, and their fans.
3: Um, kinda. But that that kind of goes back to the Monday Night Work kind of thing. Okay. You know that, that goes back to the to the trap stuff. You know it gets people
2: talking. I just want to say that trap is not a one hit wonder. Uh, they had two uh, <laughs> chart topping singles in 2002. So uh, you know, if we, just had, we just, for the listeners for for the facts, yeah, we got Headstrong and we got Still Frame. Um, you, you know, you know, uh, you gotta know your enemy, man. If you're, you know, that's, that's all I gotta say.
3: <laughs> nah, see, but then you're getting too deep into it, man. Like you're making it way too complex. Like I'm not, I'm not digging up dirt to, you know, try to annihilate another band. No, 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 stop! I'm not trying to pooch No,
2: it's like it's like using uh, bands of notoriety to get over smaller bands who might not have that notoriety. That that's kind of
3: the way I see it. That's a part of it, yeah,
2: for sure and it doesn't put it doesn't help to be informed.
3: Uh, it, see that's not see that's not the important part though that that part doesn't matter. What matters is how stupid how simple and how funny someone thinks of it in the first hour it's posted and what matters is if it gets 50 likes in the first hour or 500 likes in the first hour. Yeah.
1: The, you know, if wh- it,
3: if it's a uh, some complex thing no one no one gives a shit. It's, it's like this. If, if if a band posts uh, a guitar solo in a recording studio that's going to get like 20 views no one gives a fuck about your guitar solo if you post a picture of your band with fucking Spongebob in it it's going to get shared all over the Facebook you know mm. I, Right. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm write, writing all this down
3: they'll be a, the lowest common denominator it's just a completely different thing that a lot of bands and a lot of older people don't understand <laughs>
1: <clears throat> okay, man. All right, all right, yeah.
2: all right. It's too simple to understand, maybe. <laughs> is that is that what you're saying? It's like too shallow to get deep into.
3: I mean, it's not too shallow to get deep into. It's just not necessary. Yeah. It, 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 memes are really only there. You only really see a meme for a day to three days, and then it's off of Facebook, because that's just how Facebook works with their... Posts and stuff, you know. A lot of posts get hidden or whatever. You know, Facebook's weird like that. They want you to pay for everything.
1: Yeah. How about how about this? I'm sorry. Does it does it make a bit ba- if a band makes their own memes about themselves? Is that like nah? That's corny. Like like it has to happen naturally through the scene.
3: No, no, that's completely fine. I mean, you look right, at you look okay. at. Um, sure one of the top writing, right writing all this and down yeah I mean Fool of it. they have um, they have like meme shirts and shit hmm. like, they have like hmm. funny people on their shirts they have um, one shirt that says Fool of Health and it has like fucking fruits and vegetables on it okay you know they they have that um, you look at Sangui Sugar Bog, they have their own meme page they, they have 11 minutes of music and they're fucking headlining tours yeah why is that memes
1: Uh, And where do you see this going? Where do you see yourself, do you build from here in some way?
3: I mean, I've been growing ever since. So I started this page mm, 10 months ago, and I'm at 11,800 followers. Great. So I'm roughly growing around 1,000 to 1,100 followers a month. And my statistics, I haven't slowed down, I'm only rising.
1: You you mentioned the mortician meme page earlier. Correct. They they play a pivotal I guess role with this kind of
3: uh, meme subculture, right?
1: They were the ones that
3: really kickstarted everything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really. They kind of like changed the game. They were they were huge shout out to them. Huge shout out to um Tom and Sam and Andrew. Those are the guys who run it. So, you guys
1: are kind of in with each other, like your own little scene.
3: Yes, I, w- I would definitely say so. You know, I, I, um, I was a big fan of their page, so that, that's kind of what started me. Because okay. we, um, we met at Maryland Death Fest last year, and I was talking to them, and they were like, Yeah, I mean, you know, we're pretty much done with the mortician stuff, you know. <laughs> and I was like, Well, I'm just going to, you know, make my own. And I thought when I made it I thought it was gonna get like a hundred likes and it would just be forgotten. It fucking blew the fuck up. And it was really the easiest thing. I'm doing it all by myself. It's it's only me who runs the page. I'm like literally any fucking one can just grow a page. <laughs> wow. All right, man. And and if you don't and if you think it's fucking stupid or you know, you don't understand it, it's like because of this mortician cage they allowed Mortician to headline Marlon Death Fest, and they haven't wrote a single song since 2004. Good point. You know, like that, that's the kind of power this shit has. Okay, and I think that's
1: a great point. I'm glad you brought that up uh, and, the, and phrased it the way you did, because that's kind of like the most real-life uh, incarnation of, of what we're talking about here. Um, and for the listeners, in case anyone doesn't follow... Uh, somebody similar to Jim made a Mortician meme page. What was that, probably about two years ago
3: that started? Um, I think it's been around since anywhere from 16 to 18. I want to say somewhere around then. Okay,
1: reg- regardless, that resulted in kind of like a plume of Mortician uh, uh, support from younger fans who maybe hadn't been exposed to Mortician prior to this meme page blowing up. And uh, you, can de- you can, you can, you def- can. There's definitely an argument to be made that that was uh, a big part of Mortician's support and fan base at Maryland Death Fest that year. Um, which you know, like, like, like you said, that's the power of these things.
3: Totally true. I mean, um, uh, if you if you really got into it, which I, I doubt. I understand you guys probably don't, but you understand that you know that's where stuff like the term sick horror freak came
1: around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know.
3: I know know that much. Yeah, like, caveman riffs. Because originally, Mm -hmm. originally what people don't understand is mortician means pretty much coined the term caveman riffs, and it meant a completely different thing back then. Originally, it was to describe all the nonsense bands like mortician, devourment, last days of humanity, and stuff like that. It wasn't for, like, the cavernous, cave, crypt, death metal yeah. But then people started falsely using the term for that, and that's kind of how it evolved into that.
1: So there's false caveman death metal. Oh my
3: God. Yeah, originally it was the heavy slam, or like the super fast stuff, because it didn't make sense. That's why it's caveman, because it, caveman are fucking stupid. And the music okay. is fucking stupid, you know?
2: Smart for their times, but yeah, I guess in retrospect, stupid. I'm looking at the Mortician meme page right now, and I don't understand: is is Mortician uh, DoA walking out of Survivor Series, or is Mortician Scott Steiner uh, in TNA, or or is Mortician Austin like drinking a beer, or are they? No, I guess they're not the Hardy Boys. Guess, no, they're, uh, they're, yeah, they're they're not
3: the Hardy Boys. They're not the Hardy Boys. They're the APA. They're the APA. Yes. Yeah, so they're all
2: of those uh, groups, men or factions. Oh shit. Are they Hogan too?
3: Yeah, yeah. it's anyone badass. Man, nah, that's crazy. All right, continue. So We're all boy.
2: morticians here.
3: Realistically, going back to the the band hate, it's just a reflection of the, what the mortician stuff was doing. Because morticians, you know, morticians have an APA body slamming, you know, at the gates, like body slamming Arch Enemy, or body, you know, body slamming Converge. <clears> okay. <throat> so I'm, I'm just so- taking that formula. Shout out to Converge. The, now, this band's, you know, better than that crap. You know, like, fuck this popular stuff. I think it's kind of inherent with
0: the uh, a lot of the shit we listen to anyway. Is it like this uh, shunning of success or whatever. I don't know. I don't think it's a valid point, but I think it's just there. So but here we are now. We're having a good time. <laughs>
3: no, it's been fun. I'm just glad to be able to share my... You know the the reasons why I do things so you can kind of understand it more yeah.
1: I, I think when you when you talked about mortician coming coming to play the Maryland Death fest uh, as you know on the strength of that meme page, that sums it up because it's kind of like you know some of the bands you're talking about broken hope, regurgitation, um, uh, uh, what you brought up reinfection from Poland once uh, that's what I mean I, I, that, that, well, you're twenty two like it doesn't make sense, but I, okay. Um, I, I'm glad
3: (laughs) that, I'm glad, I'm glad. And it's funny you say that because that's all I hear from like the, uh, all the bands that I'm friends with on Facebook and stuff. Like Mortal Decay says it to me, um, Immortal Suffering says it to me, you know, all the, all those old bands are like, dude, you're fucking young as shit and you're into all this and it's just the kind of stuff I just prefer and I'm so passionate about it and I'm glad
1: and you know you said before uh, if we think it's stupid or whatever I the whole purpose of this interview um, and and getting you on the line and inviting you on our show is because I'm trying to understand where you're coming from we opened up the conversation on our episode with Maggot Stomp Records a little bit about this meme culture and I think you know like I said I don't want to reiterate it too much but on that mortician note uh, you really prove that, the, like the, the 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 physical strength that this can manifest in terms of marketing and promotion. So I'm trying to understand this because I'm of an age where I I I don't understand it. I thought it was like you're talking shit on people, and I was gonna come in and be like, hey Jimmy, you're funny, you recommended good bands, but lay off of my buddies. And now I'm starting to kind of like like you're trying to get. You're trying to get regurgitation and broken hope to come back and play MDF off the strength of making fun of Full of Hell, who you're not going to hurt either way.
3: It, exactly. It, that's pretty much it. It's not like I said. Well, the, the first going back to what you said for the if you don't fucking understand it, I wasn't coming at you. I was coming at like the people who would just be like, oh, like the, this mortician stuff or like all oh, that stupid and point like the you know you're making funny stuff on the internet or, you know, the fuck of it, go get a real job or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a purpose, and it's a, it's a legit thing, like you said, with the mortician headlining Merlin Beth So I just wanted to refer to that real quick.
0: Speaking of will and memes, I'm, I'm looking at your page right now, and I, I love this, this glass frog meme you have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the glass frog. Oh, yeah,
3: I love I love the frog stuff.
0: Also known as Will Smith, is sometimes said to produce low and gurgle-like vocals similar to a bullfrog.
3: Hmm.
0: Spot on there. That's true. It's the fact of the day. Will, and you look dashing in this photo. <laughs> oh,
1: well, yes. if, if you want to get on the podcast, uh, making memes about us is a good way to start the conversation. I got to, you know, we're, we're only, only human here. But, you know, I, I, I see it going on, and it's like you said, like, I I, I get it. I, I see the mortician memes and all that stuff, uh, you know, but I also, uh, like, you you explained it and broke it down for me in a way I understand better. Now, is there anything you want to talk about more in terms of uh, marketing and promotion that you want to break down for bands and, and labels?
3: So, again, um, it refers, so, to explain this to a five-year-old like you, Will,
1: uh, <laughs> I, said a, I, I said a 45-year-old. <laughs> oh,
3: a 45-year-old. All right. So, um, looking around, again, like the... Um, we'll use Maggot Stop as an example. You know, you look at, like, Sangue Sugar Sugarbog. You know, like I said, they have 11 minutes worth of music, and they're selling out every single format they have. <laughs> and you look at the reasons why... Um, things I've noticed around for them and for Fool of Hell colorful shirts Sangui Sugarbog has yellow shirts they have lime green shirts Fool of Hell has like tie-dye rainbow blue shirts those are those are the popular ones that I'm seeing um, Dying Fetish just um, added spring merch they have blue tie-dye shirts the long the four-sided long-sleeve uh, colorful shirts Colorful shirts are in right now. If you okay. want to, if you really want to sell stuff, colorful shirts. There's neon yellows, the light greens. I'm gonna, s- yeah. This
2: is this is this is more brutal metal right now, ripping off of early 2000s uh, deathcore. This is this is the the big font foil print of like of like 2005. What this I've is-
3: noticed is a lot of hardcore bands. Are getting into metal culture. Like you see a resurgence of stuff like Gate Creeper and Outer Heaven taking like hardcore elements and putting them in the metal. Now I'm seeing metal going into hardcore. If you can kind of get what I'm saying here. So I'm seeing a lot of metal bands branch out into hardcore aspects. So with like the colorful shirts, the, um, the hoodies,
2: the—it's not even hardcore. It's like it's like pop punk, you know. It's it's not like hard hardcore is still like like impact font like or old English like pocket print kind of things. This is this is like you know like Iron Chic like fucking turnstile, Grateful
3: Dead mashup of, of merch. <laughs> out.
1: It it all reminds me of the '80s.
3: I love '80s hardcore. I love you know under I like a lot of the New York stuff like leeway um, underdog Earth Crisis but I'm seeing a lot of like especially with stuff nowadays like like Jesus peace for example like they have a lot of heavy metal fans and they have a lot of the hardcore fans and it kind of like branches out and I can see that kind of getting mixed in together with like the outer heavens the gate creepers kind of stuff yeah. Like they're kind of everyone's kind of taking elements into the hardcore side again.
2: I think that's and of course
3: and of, and of course Full of Hell is helping with that too. Hmm. If that's fair to say, yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, you know, on, on, on the note of the, 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 the colorful, colorful uh, the you know, clothing, clothing and all that stuff, it reminds stuff, me it a lot of like the late '80s, early, early '90s when neon was everywhere and like the, the, people wearing like the, the zebra print, print wrestler, wrestler, wrestler pants and all that stuff.
3: Right, well now everyone's, suit, trying, everyone's trying to write, you know, old school. There's a huge resurgence of the old school death metal revival. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's another thing that um I, I, I'm not too big into. I, I feel like they have the right idea, but I feel like all these newer old school death metal revival bands are just taking the bad elements of, like, the demos and stuff and just making them, like, their own spin on it. Oh, excuse me. That, that's bad. What what there's, there's a saturation, saturation point, point there, with so. that stuff. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it's the same. I think I think it's like the modern metalcore. I feel like a lot of like I think it's like the modern like emo are scene right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of like ex-emo and like metalcore fans are now making old-school death metal revival.
1: Where do you see it going? Where do you see the the, the next trend
3: being in the next few years? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I 100% knew, I'd be capitalizing right now, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> but um, it depends, I mean, Blood Incantation is doing very well. Um, they're kind of a leader in the scene right now.
1: Yeah,
2: absolutely. It's gonna be funny when people start hating them for being too popular it's already happened <laughs>
3: you did it first you're, you're talking you already did it first thank you very much. i take a lot of pride in that
2: so i remember uh a bunch of years ago uh, i got i got taken a meme really hit me in, in in like deep deep in my soul and uh and it came in the form of a youtube video um and and the video was uh waking the cadavers shredded wheat Listen, that I mean, that's got to be on your Mount Rushmore of metal memes, right? You know, at least that's that's one of the spaces.
3: I don't, I don't mean waking the cadaver a whole lot. Well, was that that's, that's what you consider that? See, that's what I
2: think. That's just all star. That's all star meme. Like that's that's what you shoot for. I think. Like that was just that was done so well. It got me. Listen, I was hooked for maybe two and a half months on that band, and shit. I still look back on those days fondly. So,
3: yeah. See, but the thing is, what you don't realize is that's what's considered a dead meme.
2: Oh, nah, listen, I visit, the, I visit the graveyard. I visit the meme cemetery every once in a while, you know,
3: nostalgia purposes. No one's talked about that since MySpace.
2: Well we do the deep dives here in the Heavy Hole.
3: That's that's what we're about.
1: My man said MySpace.
3: Someone made a slam video on YouTube. Um, some guy, I think his name's like the Punk Rock NBA. And he did it. Mm. He did a, like a, a video on slam and like the history of slam and like the evolution. Yeah. And he kind of mentioned that is like a, a a thing that killed slam, which I don't necessarily agree with. But the thing I, about the the shredded wheat video is it just it's just so old and it's more like a relic of its time because there's not that much like deathcore kids out right now talking about it. I don't really think they exist anymore. You're talking about brother,
2: but. <laughs> It's like happy days, right? It's like ha- like nobody watches happy days anymore. But sometimes listen, sometimes with my wrinkly old thumbs I come across on the television and I gotta just wait. I gotta wait till it's over and then go on about, about my day. Well You know what I'm talking about. I'm 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 you. I'm you in the future.
3: I love them and I love waking the get Aber because they're they're local to where I live. I see them all the time at shows, you know, we hang out and all that stuff. The the uh, thing I'm trying to explain to you is that's what you consider a dead meme. And what I mean by that is it's just not a popular thing anymore. You know, memes have evolved past then. Um, but um, it, it's like talking about a meme from Facebook back in, like, 2007.
2: Yeah. No, I, I appreciate that, man. Thanks for clearing that up for me.
1: If I, if I could interject, uh, Justin, I think Justin was trying to talk about happy days. He's trying to be cool like Fonzarelli. He didn't take his notes. In my notes here, it said that the shelf life of a meme is two to three days, generally speaking. So,
3: oh. you know, oh, I, look at this. That's when they, thats how long they see like a, a meme. Like, if I was oh, okay. like a like a slider meme, they would only see that meme for like three days. But if it was like popular, it'd be a living meme, which would be mm. like um like the World War Three memes that were going around, mm. or like the um like for right now, there's there's coronavirus memes all over the place. No way. Like that's a that's a living meme. Yeah. yeah. Low hanging fruit. And you know, in a few months, no one's going to be making memes of Corona, and that's what I'm trying to say about Waking the Cadaver. It would yeah, be considered yeah. a dead meme. No, one, like yeah. no one talks about the World War Three memes anymore. So you could kind of compare World War Three memes to Waking the Cadaver. But yeah. It's just okay. not popular right now.
2: So yeah. So there's no there's no classics categories. In the world of memes. No, no, no,
3: not memes. No, you're There's either, no you're either uh, a living meme or, or you're a dead meme. Well, do you
2: wish that you were, like, doing your memes uh, in, in a in a point in musical history um, with the bands, that, like, knowing the bands that were going on in retrospect? Is there any bands that you wish you could meme that would not be considered dead? Like, do you wish you were around when Dr. Acula was big? You know what I mean?
3: Do I wish I was around? See...
2: Do you feel like you're living in a lost meme age, or is this the golden age of
3: memes? No, it's probably the golden age of memes. I mean, it's it's hard to say because back then, you only had like stupid like mom memes. <laughs> now you have you know you have a ton of memes, and the internet kids love it. And you have memes for bands. But the thing that a lot of people this is another good one. This this is a this is a true thing. So if you want to write this down, you write this. Uh, yeah, you don't want to blow up wait, too wait. fast. Wait. Yeah. Uh, all right. right Good. Good. Go. Right. You don't want to blow up too fast. The like sanguine sugar bugs are blowing up fast. Mm. Whoever blows up fast dies out fast. Oh, oh boy. boy. After Maryland Death fast, no one was talking about mortician anymore. Yes. Yikes. That's when that's when that stuff died. The page the died. They lost all their traffic. No one, no one cared about mortician. Allegedly. Anymore. Allegedly. Well, allegedly. So it's that was so. Numbers.
1: So that was alleged. Like it's kind of like every story has a beginning and an end. It's like after that, it's like what's the next hype?
3: Exactly. Hmm. So the Mortician stuff ended, and now we have the Pit Viper, Caveman scene right now. No one. Much? No one's doing the sick horror freak stuff. They're doing the Caveman stuff.
1: It's like a wrestling angle. You gotta you gotta have a beginning and an arc and an end, and then refresh it next <clears> season.
2: Yeah, it's all—it's a wrestling thing. Don't blow up. You gotta work on your cardio, so you don't blow up too fast in the ring. You know? Yeah, I gotcha.
3: Gotcha. Okay. That's a—that's a—that's a, that's a, that's a right. like fun fun aside. That's a serious thing for a shoot. Yeah, cause—cause cause that caveman stuff's hot right now. But you know, so was so was the mortician stuff. And I'm yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much yeah. the only one doing the mortician stuff because the mortician cage stopped, like at pretty much after Maryland Death Fest, they called it quits. I'm the only one doing it and I'm not I'm, I'm like no like I'm, I'm just as popular as them but the mortician memes aren't like like they used to be you know that's what not, a- I'm trying to beat a dead horse with that stuff
1: what are the other meme pages in, in your peer group
3: there's one called um, memes of the carrion kind some of the people <clears throat> um, went to there there's invocation to a continual meme there's meme death Occult uh, gore, ugly metal bros. Those are those are like the other ones similar to me. Um, there's another one, a big one called "I'm Gay" and listen to false grind. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of. That's yeah, exactly.
2: Documentary style.
3: What? Yeah. Is
1: there is there anybody who is just doing it out of hate? Is there anybody who you'd say is doing it wrong?
3: No, (laughs) because metal. See, a lot of I hate to say it's like a lot of metalheads are just like socially awkward, or they just are like goofy or weird. Mm -hmm. So they'll just post like you know like thrash, like pizza thrash, or like they're not they're not doing what I'm doing, so to say. Like they're they're making the memes, but they're not making it in a way like I am. And I I I don't want to like brag, but I'm kind of like at the top with like numbers. Compared to all the other ones,
0: you're allowed to brag, man. You're playing a heel.
3: Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Just take it, man. <laughs> take the whole cake. Yeah. My 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 uh, on the extreme metal means I can be a heel and I can hate on all the bands, but in real life, you know, I I don't care. I mean, in all honestly speaking, like truly honestly, you know, you like whatever you want, you know. Like I, I work a you know I work stressful-ass jobs and i just want to come home and listen to whatever music i like you know it doesn't even have to be metal i like all sorts of stuff i like um depeche mode i like dead can dance i like faith no more i like hum failure i taught Will, i talked to cody uh drosser a lot about you know those kind of bands
1: yeah hum is uh one of his favorite bands hum hum is a big influence on afterbirth
3: yeah I I I talked to Hums, I was the one who made that um failure comparison to the uh the new record. The artwork if you ever saw that one. Mhm.
1: Mhm. Um
3: but yeah, I mean, I just I just like music in general when it comes down to it, you know, you can like whatever you want. That's what makes you you.
1: All All right. right I'm not going to
3: call you. I'm not going to call you, you know, a poser in real life if you listen to, you know, Nails in all honesty I really just don't care I, don't, I, don't, I just don't care about those bands when it, when it really comes to the, the main reason why I do that because I don't care
0: if you cared about that shit so much you'd be a fucking
2: loser
3: <laughs> yeah exactly like I, the only thing I'm worried about is you know posting about disfigured corpse vomit and fermento and Mexican discord. I don't care about power trip <laughs> you know like
1: trapped cares about them I care about Power Trip.
3: A lot of the stuff I I make fun of, I don't even listen to. Like I've never listened to a. I don't think I've ever listened to a single. Uh, I don't even know. I've listened to one Nail song, the real popular one. Will mm-hmm. never be one of us. That's the only one I've ever heard. I just crack on them because it's they're popular. Right.
1: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they kind of invite it with that album title or that song title.
3: Yeah. They. Yeah. They kind of brought on themselves with that one. If only they
1: called it wrong one to fuck with. Now, now that that's a whole different whole different situation. I'm just re- I'm respectable of dying Fetus and their time.
3: That's I'm in, in I'm in uh, I'm in the music video for that, for uh, Fixate on Devastation the song. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the music video. Yeah, I'm wearing a uh, Broken Hope shirt. <laughs> you, wanna, you can uh, you can spot me uh, 58 seconds in for Fixate on Devastation. I have, like a three minute close up. <laughs> So that's some, a maximum some trivia for you there. Three so don't, close. don't be, don't don't be talking shit on a dying fetus. No I'm, no, I'm not even a big dying fetus fan. I, I really only like um <laughs> call it? their '96 album Purification and everything yeah, before the, that. Yeah, before everybody knew them. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. I like the like I like the slammy stuff from like not like the demos and Purification. <laughs> I
1: only the demos. Only you're only allowed to like the demos. Uh, I love it, The best
2: shit I ever heard from Fetus is their unreleased stuff, because nobody fucking knows that. That's the best. (laughs) That's the best thing.
1: I'm breaking balls, man. But um, (laughs) uh, I I thank you, though, because I feel like I have a better understanding of it now. Uh, And it's like, I think maybe me and people of my generation um, maybe take it a little personal or see it as something more than, than it's intended as. Uh, sometimes.
3: So you're you're thinking way too complex of it, you know. It's fucking yeah. SpongeBob telling you your band, your favorite band sucks. Uh,
1: the world has changed and how generations interact, man. So hopefully, hopefully, some other people have a different kind of perspective on it, like me right now, because I honestly do. You, you did um uh, put it in a different light for me now, uh. And and normally, you know, yeah,
3: yeah. It's just it's just all for fun. It's it's just uh, you know. Get people talking. It's just it's 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 popular to hate on you know what's popular and what's trendy, and that's really anything, like you know any type of thing in the world, not just heavy metal. Whatever popular, you know it it sucks, it's bad, it's poser It's true, and it's especially true of metal with the elitism. And it's kind of like with
1: with the people that you you do pick on. It's kind of like you you know you can't really hurt them. Um, you know they the, you know they they're giving it's like you said they're giving you traffic if they even acknowledge you. So yeah, exactly.
3: You know, I, 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 if, I, if they were to do that, they'd be fools. So it's, it's like, a, it's like I'm, I'm not trying to get shared by Fool of Hell or like any band I talk smack on. I only mention Fool of Hell because it's like the popular thing with me. It's kind of like my own thing now for my <laughs> followers. Like I, I'll post like, I don't know, scattered remnants. And then someone will just comment about Fool of Hell. So it's like, it's like a curse right now. I, I really yeah. I wish it wasn't full of hell. I, I really wish it wasn't full of hell, but I mean, I just kind of have to accept that that's what you know. That, that's just my thing.
1: Well, they're very uh, successful at what they do, and um, you know, with that, it comes. Uh, you know, that they, they, you become a polarizing band. You know, people either love you or hate you. But uh, you know, like you said, they they have enough fans where they don't really. I don't think they have to get up in the morning and worry about what you're saying.
3: Oh, <laughs> no, well. no, not at all. Yeah, so... You know, like I said, if
1: anything, if anything, I'm helping. And um, with that being said, normally this is the, the point where we would ask uh, you to recommend some music and to plug anything you have. I don't know that you um, have anything more to plug than what we've been talking about, your Extreme Metal Memes Demand Extreme posting page. Um, but do you want to go ahead and recommend uh, like one older classic release and one newer by any artist?
3: Sure, sure, sure. To, uh, or, also, uh, funny trivia of the reason why my name is Extreme Metal Memes Demand Extreme Posting is that is a direct ripoff of Brutal Truth uh, with their album Extreme Conditions Demand Extreme Responses. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know. Cause that, yeah, you... uh, that, at the time, that was my favorite New York grindcore album.
1: Yeah, that's uh, one of my all-time favorite grindcore albums. A hard one to top, and in my opinion, one of the very first examples of that uh, hyperblasting drum style. Uh, before I ever heard Cryptopsy, with that album, that's uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I kind, I kind, I take it for granted that people would know that uh, listeners. But if the listeners aren't familiar with that first Brutal Truth, Truth album. Uh, extreme Metal, uh, now, now I'm saying the name of your page, Extreme Conditions Demand Extreme Responses, uh, that's highly recommended um, if for nothing else than just the drumming style. Um, but but go ahead.
3: Yeah, stuff from back in the day, I would say Disfigured Paroxysm Demo. Aduary's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Fat Demo. And I'm not talking about the Magistop Aduary, I'm talking about the old one. Before you alive. Yeah. Reputilations, Purging of Impurity, and then for newer stuff, I would say Possessed Entity with Extermination of Angelic Parasites, Okay. Um, Unborn Salivate with Perifical Orgiastic Atonement, Mm -hmm. and Viscera Infest with Veracruous Carcinoma.
1: Ooh, ooh, all right, man, on point, on point, some brutal stuff. What was that first one of the new ones?
3: uh possessed entity
1: okay i gotta look that one up
3: extermination of angelic parasite
1: tom justin you know that
2: no i don't know i don't know it i don't know it
3: It must be good it's one of those newer brutal death metal bands but it sounds like it came from like the 90s because i'm super elitist with my brutal death metal so anything nowadays it has to be really good or else i just hate it (laughs) fair (laughs) enough man
1: so uh Jim Forster uh, extreme metal memes demand extreme posting is the Facebook page if you want to keep up with this uh, and if and if you're if you're if you're a guy from a different generation like me and you want to see what it's all about uh, Jim we thank you for talking to us and uh, increasing our understanding or at least my understanding of this form of uh, promotion and, and marketing
3: thank you for having me aboard glad to help I'm glad to also help um, I'm also glad to help you know, Bands looking to grow, just post memes of your bands, you know, doing dumb stuff. Um, a really popular thing to do is post like ghetto people dancing, and then just putting like your music over it. I see, I okay. see that a lot now. Uh-huh.
1: Yes, classic memory. I, I've seen that, or like, or like the two kids battle dancing and all that.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's a lot of popular stuff. Like, I, I would I would focus less on. Posting like updates in the studio, or like random guitar solos or riffs that you write up. I would definitely focus less on that and more on like the goofy stuff. Hmm. Yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, it's just fun. Just have fun. Exactly. That's that's, that's all it is. It's just fun. You know, just just make metal fun.
1: All right, man. Uh, I I, yeah, it's it's counterintuitive to me, but I'm trying to change with the times, man. I'm trying to understand where this thing is going.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is. It's what, you know, it's what kids are <laughs> into.
1: All right, man. Well, Jim, thanks again. We, 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 we appreciate your time.
3: Yeah, thank you to Will, Justin, and Tom. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, man. We
0: appreciate you hopping on. Happy memeing. Happy
2: memes. <laughs> Respect your memes. Don't let your memes be dreams. And uh, wash your hands.
3: hands. Go ahead, go ahead. Wash your hands.
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll be in touch, brother.
3: All right, sounds good. You know where to find me.
1: Yeah, man. Have a good one. Stay safe, brother.
3: Stay safe. Take care.
1: So, uh, Jim Forrester from uh, Extreme Metal Memes demand extreme posting uh, on on this show today. Uh, I got to say, guys, I kind of learned a little bit and, and see it from a new perspective. Uh, I'm not sure what the new generation is doing, but I get it a little bit more now, I guess. This is a learning show. Educational. <laughs> so, uh, all
2: kinds of... Uh, you know, you can't say memes don't have information in them. And we are a podcast of all things heavy. And... And we did it. We did it
1: tonight. <laughs> now I know what it felt like when my father was trying to figure out what Magic the Gathering is.
2: <laughs>
1: when I was a kid, I just like looking at it, shaking his head. Like, I, I you know what I mean? I kind of understand the frustration. But shout out to him, shout out to all the other people out there uh, engaging in this meme death metal subculture. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll see what other uh, effects it has and what other um, incarnations it has. You know, he talked when he talked about Mortician actually playing the MDF Fest off the strength of that, that's pretty interesting. My statement on the whole meme thing, I'm just not going to
0: touch it anymore.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, like, I'm glad that bands are getting some exposure out of it, people are getting something for it, but there's a reason I don't have a Facebook.
2: I, I agree with that, Tom. I got riffs to work on, you know? I enjoy a studio update. And guitar solos, so and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. And just yeah. like Jim said, um,
0: I agree with his sentiment on bands in real life. I don't care what kind of memes you look at; it's fine. Yeah, he
1: was he was wild a little bit like that. I know people like to watch the, the shredders in the studio and all that. Man, You're wilding a little bit, telling bands not to do the in studio videos. Definitely, definitely a little out. Of, uh, definitely a little out of pocket with that. All right, yeah. I, I get it. But um, but his, but uh, his um. His enthusiasm
0: for this music makes me interested to check out his recommendations. There you yeah, go. yeah,
1: In his heart, I think a good kid still, and still, you know, I had to remind myself, uh, you know, a younger guy, you know, from a younger generation, uh, you know, with all this, and hopefully uh, maybe some other people who've been frustrated uh, with his his meme attention, you know, maybe they'll remember that too. But um, don't guys. work
2: yourselves into a shoot, brothers. That's all. You know, don't don't work a work and work yourself into a shoot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's it, There's the pro wrestling analogies too. So guys, Tom Tom said he doesn't want to talk memes anymore. No, I'm tired. I'm with him on that. Let's talk go. music.
2: I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll go first tonight. Yeah, how about that? Change it up. How about that? How about that? All right. Um. So I want to recommend the new band, um, a band whose record is coming out in May. and They've released uh, a brand new single. This band I'm talking about is Leeds UK technical death metal band called Cryptic Shift.
1: I, I like that name. It rolls right off the tongue.
2: Really cool name. Uh, they, their new song that, that I'm, I've been jocking right now is called Petrified in the Hypogean Gowl. Ooh. Yeah. And this is this is off their brand new record called Vision of Encelitis. Hmm. Which happens to be the sixth largest moon of Saturn. Okay. So, so buckle in, because we're going on this space odyssey. <laughs> uh, you might have, you might have, you might have just guessed from these words that I'm spitting right now. Uh, this is a sci uh, science fiction based technical death metal band uh, with with heavy progressive tones um, out of Leeds, UK. Very nostalgic sounding. Um, this it's got a really crisp Clean, organic production, um, not overly in your face with with uh, a lot of these overproduced kind of kind of deals. Um, sounds like you know if the '90s had better recording equipment. Uh, I'm really a big fan of how everything kind of comes through in the mix. Um, doesn't beat you over the head like I'm saying. Kind of reminds me of uh, of like Human era Death with mixed with later gore guts mixed with a little Moon tube <laughs> Because there is there is some bluesy kind of funky melodies that they throw in uh, with along with this kind of dissonance, hmm. uh, and this band like loves the long songs, which I you know kind of put me off uh, at some points. But the, the single that they released uh, is about seven and a half minutes, and they have another song up on their Bandcamp from this upcoming record uh, that's coming out on Blood Harvest Records uh, in May. Uh, that that's about a little bit longer than that like close to eight minutes but it kept my attention the entire time uh, this kind of uh, self-proclaimed astro death band, cryptic shift uh, if, if you're fans of any of these bands that I've mentioned it's, it's something to fucking check out and I think this record's gonna gonna do a little bit for them and We should be seeing this band in the future in in, uh, in this sort of like dissonant techie death
1: metal world uh, and uh, I like it. Can I say I like it? (laughs) Awesome, sounds sick.
0: um I brought an old one tonight. because right. Uh me and Justin we didn't talk before, but uh you know, old and new, that's that's the thing we got going on. Yeah, out, we do, you know. There you go. So he's giving you the new, I got an old one for you. This is the band Despondency. Oh, okay. Mm. Their album God on Acid.
1: It's, uh, <laughs>
0: 2003 awesome. on Revenge Production. It's like that fancy slam this is the slam that like you could to be fair you could throw this into a category of like tech slam kind of like defeated sanity and there's a fair comparison there because not only is defeated sanity from the same place germany the vocalist of this band constantine alluring was in defeated sanity he, he was on Passages to Deformity and uh, Disposal of the Dead, the split they did with themselves, and the split they did with Mortal Decay. I love his vocal style, so, but I, I looked into this guy's stuff and I saw he had another band, so of course I look into it, Despondency. Here I go, God on acid, this shit is sick. Interesting techie riffs all throughout, but there's something that stays true to this groove element that is important to slam. Cool shit happening. Superhuman yet precise performance from their drummer Dirk Jansen. This dude is flying on this record. Um, I love the production on it. It's very clear sounding. It's not as like muddy as like like gutted kind of discorch, but it comes from that same family of uh, intensity. It's somewhere in the middle there where it doesn't sound. Uh, I mean, it's 2003, so this isn't like um, the plastic generation of records yet but um, it doesn't it doesn't sound overproduced, the guitars still sound like they're uh, in a room real performances doesn't sound like a lot of punch-ins um, so you guys gotta check this out Despondency's God on Acid 2003 on Revenge Production
1: Awesome, sounds sick Shout out to uh, Brady from Ovary Rot because he sent me uh, a, t- a download of the new Ovary Rot Techno Transfigural Agony EP, 2020, uh, fresh off the press. Should be uh, out there for everybody by the time you uh, you hear this uh, upload. But um, you guys remember Ovary Rot?
0: Yeah, we talked about right. them pretty early in the podcast. Um, I think uh, I forgot who which one of the band members reached out, but they're a two piece, right?
1: Uh, to, my, to my knowledge, I believe so, man. Yeah, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm not sure, but I, um, I do know the guy Brady reached out to me recently um, and was kind enough to send me these files. Shout out to him. And I really uh, enjoyed this. It's a little bit different from what I remember of the original, the first ovary rot release that I think Tom brought to the table several episodes ago.
0: Yeah, they had but, a couple um, under their belt, if I remember right. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, from what I remember, this is kind of like a little bit of a different sound. Still really raw. Um, kind of an old school kind of sound um kind of like like mixing in dirty grindcore with more like atmospheric like doomy kind of death metal in some ways man that that really um in a way it kind of reminded me sometimes of Impetigo not that it really sounded a whole lot like Impetigo but they just had this raw uh DIY atmosphere it sounded like um you know like a like a a band in a room almost you know and uh, like almost like a punk rock approach to brutal, um, uh, guttural death metal with grindcore elements. Uh, really, really sick stuff. Ovary rot. They definitely didn't clean it up uh, and go quantized digital on this release. Um, it's, it's not, you know, this isn't the Ovary Rot uh, sellout Hollywood experience album. That's for sure. Um, they're pretty much keeping it real. Sounds like they are experimenting maybe with vocals a little more. Maybe branching out with like different. Uh, flavors of sickness but like i said they didn't clean it up at all um it's still ovary rot and it's uh still i think what we enjoyed about the first one maybe like taking a step uh in a in a like a sicker kind of weirder direction in in some ways um and and with, with so with a little bit more atmosphere uh depending on on what part you're talking about too man so ovary rot definitely doing the right things uh and shout out to them so that's and that's the techno transfigural agony ep 2020 i'm gonna send it to you guys Uh, I'm not gonna leak it all over the Internet, but you, you know, we'll do our thing
3: sweet right on
0: So we learned about memes.
2: Okay? We did it. Check. Got them. Didn't know. Now I know.
1: Yeah.
0: Thank you very much, Jim. We appreciate your time. We've got some cool recommendations. We're still isolated, but this has been The Heavy Hole.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, we spend a lot more time nowadays staring at screens. Uh, those of us who are uh, doing the social distancing thing. So maybe we, we, we understand what memes are better now. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, maybe we, we get these little things. Uh, you know, I thought people were still playing like Magic the Gathering or something. Like I said, with these cards, I, I didn't know what these pictures were. I get it now a little bit. So shout out to Jim. Thanks to him for, uh, you know, uh, explaining that to us. Also, big shout out to uh, Full of Hell. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. at all And at all the other people that this guy's ribbing. Uh, and trying to get heat with, but um, uh, you know it is what it is, man. We learned something new today, so, uh, you know. And if you want to learn something new about the Heavy Hole Podcast, you can always go to heavyholepodcast.com dot uh, and check out check out the ways to contact us, the social media. There is a phone number if you want to leave us a voicemail there. And Justin, you still got that promo code? Promo code is live, my friend. And just know, like, when you
2: if you purchase a sticker pack using the promo code, allegedly. Uh, you get 10% off that sticker pack and just know that those funds are going to support local businesses like uh, liquor stores in Huntington or huh. um, you know, or maybe we're going to buy T-shirts from, from bands that are struggling right now during during these times or we're going to buy some records or something like that. We're using it to support our community over here at Heavy Hole uh, in the local surroundings and we encourage you to do so wherever you are listening to this
0: right now.
1: Love it. Love it. Justin, are stickers memes... Stickers are those analog memes, my friend.
2: Yes. Analog. Yes. They're those analog memes. And the placement of it is key because you don't, like, listen, there's kids on Facebook and, and Instagram, they got it easy because there it is. You know everybody's going to look at it. It's all laid out for you. If You're out there, you know, wh- you know, like, like, like the old school street teams of the days, you got to find your own message boards. Mm-hmm. They might be stop signs. They might be yield signs, right? They might be. The little job postings, you know, we gotta tear the number off on the bulletin board at Town Hall or something like that. You gotta post your memes, you know, analog style, the old way. And, uh, you know, maybe we support that.
1: You gotta take a picture of a stop sign with a sticker on it and then put a caption that says memes in the 90s. And that would What's be right? a meme.
2: And you gotta find, like, maybe, I don't know, I don't think they're around anymore. Maybe you gotta find a Genovese and you gotta get your disposable developer. Yeah. Say, oh, wow. <laughs> you can mail that. Mail that picture around to your friends, but they got to send it back because you only got two copies, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I think we just cracked the whole case on memes, uh, and 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 the end of the day, uh, the '90s were sicker. So that's all you got to understand, kids. <laughs> all right? heavy right. old podcast one.
0: One.